Hello everybody, my name is Jay Ramontis and this morning I will be helping us understand the issue of veteran homelessness in our modern society and possible solutions in the way that we could face this and make this issue go away. So I think it's important to first realize that not a lot of us think of veteran homelessness. You know, it's, it's not a prevalent issue in today's society and it really has been in the last couple of years. During times of war, times of crisis, such as times of the Vietnam War in Afghanistan, veteran homelessness is portrayed very heavily right after the war. But now, since we're in a time of peace, we're not in any armed conflicts, this issue's kind of been taking the back seat to other major issues. And although there has been some current progress in making it better and making sure that the numbers of homeless veterans go down, it still is an issue that affects a lot and I think is really easy to solve. As long as nonprofits and government agencies follow these principles and make sure that they can get the most veterans into jobs, into houses, independent of support systems that the government runs, and ultimately off of the streets. The first step to solving any problem or conflicts issue is to realize what really entails that problem. Defining the problem and seeing the statistics and demographics of it is crucial to trying to solve veteran homelessness. So knowing that, while doing my research, I wanted to make sure I had a clear grasp on the statistics that go into veteran homelessness, what is currently being done to help veteran homelessness, and make an evaluation off of that. So initially, I started off looking at the National Association to End Homelessness. Well, according to their statistics, it says that 37,252 veterans are experiencing homelessness. And out of this number, 22,000 veterans are sheltered, but there is an additional 15,000 that are unsheltered. So looking at these statistics, we could first off realize that these numbers are still relatively high. And going on from that, we could realize that it is a positive that 22,000 of these veterans that are experiencing homelessness are unsheltered, which is a lot better than being on the streets. But these shelters are often overrun, underfunded, and just not the best place for them to be. Now, even building upon that, the extra 15,000 that go in to that 37,000 are on the streets, which to me is very, very sad. And looking at that number, I feel like with some of the actions that people can take, it could definitely go down. After looking at these statistics and realizing that it is still a problem in our modern society, I think it's crucial for us to look deeper in what really causes veteran homelessness. I think there is a misconception that a lot of veterans come out of the service with discipline, with a hardworking work ethic, and they also come out with a sense of pride of serving their country and are willing to go back to civilian life elated to be back in the workforce. But there are some statistics that I found and some research that indicates that even though they may come out with this attitude, which is not always the case, there are some underlying factors that contribute to them not being able to get a job and experiencing homelessness. According to the National Alliance to End Homelessness, research indicates that those who served in the late Vietnam and post-Vietnam eras are at the greatest risk of becoming homeless, but that veterans from the more recent wars and conflicts are also affected. Veterans returning from deployments in Afghanistan and Iraq are often facing invisible wounds of war, including traumatic brain injury and post-traumatic stress disorder, both of which correlate with homelessness. So I thought this was a really, really insightful quote that really shed some light on the issue. A lot of the veterans who come back home from armed conflicts, from serving their country, come back with the intent to work, but due to mental health issues, are unable to find the right job for them. 
I think this was really important to understand how we could possibly solve this issue. And shifting it from them not being able to get jobs because they're not willing to, but them having the willingness to get jobs and not having the mental health to go out and do so. The main way that most veterans get help, especially coming out of the service, is the Veterans Association, which is a government agency. According to the VA, their website, it states that in 2019, there was a 2.1% decrease in the estimated number of homeless veterans nationwide. And an additional 793 veterans now have shelter. It also goes on to say, the estimated number of veterans experiencing homelessness, homelessness in the United States has declined by nearly 50 since 2010. So obviously the Veterans Association is doing something right. They are making strides to help solve the solution, but they're also not the only ones that are doing this. There are profits that help out. So the solutions that are coming up are not just theirs. The Veterans Association partners with many nonprofits. And although some of these nonprofits experience a lot of success, some don't. I think that's probably the most important aspect of the underlying this problem, is that there are solutions out there. And yes, over time, they have been able to help, but there still can be a streamlined way to make sure that this can help even more, an even more rapid rate. Nonprofits are great, but not all of them run the best. VA organizations and departments are great, but they also don't run the best as well. So although these numbers are positive and there still is a decrease, there still is a large number of veterans who experience homelessness out there. So realizing this, I started to think, well, let's see how we can come up with a solution. How can I help nonprofits and government agencies kind of realize some ways that they can continue their great work and build upon the foundation that they have now to help even more veterans? One way that I specifically really went and made a detailed look into possible solutions is through my work with the Ravel Foundation. So over the course of this past year, I've been working with a nonprofit to help them out with a specific issue, to help them help more veterans, to get more veterans in homes and to make sure that they have jobs and have the capabilities of making sure they could provide for themselves. So the Ravel Foundation is a nonprofit organization whose mission statement is to support underserved populations with holistic case management that creates individual plans for success and brings a community of resources together to execute these plans. Their primary audiences are transition, transitioning military veterans and families, former incarcerated families, and Native Americans. They offer a plethora of different programs to help out these specific groups, and I was able to have the honor to work with them this entire semester. And what I found out was, although they do have some success, they only, according to their president, Stevie Murray, have a 30% success rate when it comes to veterans, which I thought could be elaborated greatly through some initiatives that I took for solutions. So a lot of the roadblocks that Ravel was experiencing that I was able to witness is overlapping within other nonprofits and the VA as a whole. So first and foremost, a fact that I saw was that a lot of the programs that Ravel offers are very, very complicated. It involves a lot of paperwork. And this is seen also in the VA. A lot of the paperwork that veterans have to put in in order to receive government help, in order to try to be into unions and try to get jobs, is very, very tedious. And many of the veterans that come back aren't in the right headspace to do so, especially with dealing with issues like PTSD. A lot of them might not have the capabilities of filling out 20 pages of paperwork 
in order for them to get some help. And that was an issue that Ravel was trying to solve. So what Ravel was doing was trying to partner different people who are well acquainted with the resources that are available to help out with this paperwork and matching them with veterans. While this is really great and it helps out veterans in many ways, veterans still see this as a huge roadblock. And this is still an issue that many nonprofits are working to try to face. So what happens is veterans will come back home, look for help, and immediately be discouraged looking at this large amount of paperwork that they have. Now this goes on to my second point. A lot of veterans know other veterans who come back from service. And not every veteran that comes back gets a job. So what happens is when they come back and realize the hopelessness of the situation, they automatically will not be as invested in programs like Revell just because of the depressed nature that they have. The concept of hope is the main solution that I found for this issue. I chose hope as a solution because it is a broad concept that can be applied in a multitude of ways because it is a design principle. People can people in these nonprofit organizations can design changes in their organization all aimed to making sure that the veterans have more hope in themselves getting jobs. What I wanted to go into and look deeper into was how hope psychologically can help them, especially with dealing with PTSD and other mental aspects of coming back from the service. So according to Elaine Houston in an article by Positive Psychology, it states, hope helps us to remain committed to our goals and motivated to take action towards achieving. Hope gives people a reason to continue fighting and believe that their, circum their circumstances will improve despite the unpredictable nature of human existence. This quote was very, very crucial to this solution because just looking at that phrasing and applying it to different nonprofits, nonprofits can work on making minute changes in everyday actions to make sure that that principle is lived out and that those veterans, the hope, to stay committed to their goals of getting jobs and taking action and taking profits in VA that they are in. So going more specifically on this sole solution of hope, I saw for Ravel some ways that I can improve this. Going into my work with Ravel, I was able to kind of form that as a case study of how to help out other nonprofits that are similar to it. What I found out and what I recommended to Ravel through my work was a social media campaign that focuses on portraying success stories of other veterans who have gone through the program. By doing this, their success rate of 30% should dramatically increase because the veterans that are involved in this program and have access to witnessing success stories will themselves be more motivated to do great things in the program. They will regain their, their purpose and their hope and what they're doing and how they will become successful in getting a job. I also recommended to this program through internships with another organization I'm in to broaden their staff. A lot of the reason why many of veterans, as I stated before, are hopeless in this situation is because they feel like they don't have a relationship with the programs they are in. They're probably only getting reached out by one or two different people who really see them as a case number and not as an actual individual. What I recommended for Ravel was to expand upon their staff looking for internships to build one-on-one -on -one relationships with veterans so that veterans are further invested in the programs that they're in and will have an incentivized reason to be in the program and do greater things.
those are the two main options that I really, really looked at in increasing hope in veterans and making sure they are very hopeful in what they're going to do in the programs and be successful. The last thing that I was proposing to them, which was a little more broader and harder to do, was to make the process a lot easier. The process for any veteran to get assistance is very, very long. It's a process full with a lot of paperwork and a lot of hours spent just trying to figure out what they want to do. What I suggested is to make sure that they're not in this long process and make sure that they're getting results quickly is to make sure that the paperwork is streamlined and that they don't have to do as much mundane work that can already be done for them by professionals who know how to do it. Through looking at the case study of Ravel, going through my research and really digging deep into this issue, I was able to come up with a solution that although is very broad, is very applicable to many, many organizations that seek out to help homeless veterans. A solution of hope, a solution that makes sure that veterans come back confident that they will be able to get a job, that as desperate as the times may be, there's still hope on the horizon for them to do great things and not to give up and not to just see themselves as broken pieces that come back from service who deal with PTSD, but as individuals who can still contribute to society and are still focused on and loved by our society, even after all they've gone through. This is my podcast for today. I hope you learned something from this entire process I've gone through. Thank you very much and have a great rest of your day.